Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all of the life that happens between them. And all of the dogs. Yep. <laughs> there. The dogs happen too. Yes, they do. But that's not what we're talking about. Nope. No, we're, we're talking talk- about stuff. Stuff. Life. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think dogs are on our agenda this week. No. no. Although we have a dog that's been very naughty, but... Oh my goodness, she has. See, now we just did anyway, so there. <laughs> <laughs> first, she shredded number two's lunchbox. No, first she ate all of the Valentine's candy. Oh. Fortunately, dog- it wasn't chocolate. It, there was like oh two rolls, two little rolls in there. She ate the Warheads. She ate the warheads? And the, like, powdered warhead candy. Doggy B ate all the sour candy, all the sweet candy. All the candy. This is the dog who ate a one-pound chocolate bar, what, four or five years ago? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah and she's been going through backpacks, and then she did shred uh, number number two uh, son's lunch there. Ugh. His lunchbox. The entire thing shredded. It's gone. Yes. But what and- are we going to talk about? For starters, I just have to say that your face is way more expressive now. Oh, yeah. We were going to talk about that. Yeah. Yes. You said something to me the other night, and the face I made... Was this sort of playful, disappointed, pouty, but not like girly pouty. It was just like bottom lip out and kind of pretend grumpy face. Yeah. And I could feel my whole face doing that. I felt like expressing myself, so that might make a difference. Fair. But you you said it's, my face is actually different that way. Yes. That's just because of the shape. Not just because of the shape, and I'm sure that the shape has something to do with it, but like the musculature of your face seems to be pulling harder when you make faces. Ah, okay. <clears throat> so. That was a funny thing to notice. It was. It was. And I wonder I think, how many people notice that. I don't know. But you do seem to be expressing yourself more easily, and especially with all these people that you've had to communicate with lately. Yeah, there's a lot of people. There are a lot of people. Because mom needs a lot of things. And you said you had a top ten. Oh, yeah, top ten reasons I'm so glad that I already started my transition and that I'm already transitioning while I'm dealing with everything mom needs. Yes. Now that her husband is dead. Okay. So. Reason? Number one. Reason number one is because I can get more things done for mom as her son and easier. It's easier for me to get them done as her son. Than it would have been as... Her daughter. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. People expect different things of daughters. They do. They do, and they expect different things of sons, and they expect different reactions from me. Yes. When I say it, they expect I mean business and they better just deal with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For daughters, they would expect to be able to play on your emotions and expect you to be a little bit more involved and a little bit more... It's so tedious. ...sentimental about Ugh, crap. So tedious. It is. <laughs> I don't get why girls are like that, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Girls are weird. Mm-hmm. But everybody's weird. Yeah, everybody's weird, including us, but... Number two. Number two through ten. It's just easier for me. It's easier for you? It's easier for me because it's easier to be uh, called my mother's son. It's easier to be, yes, sir, 
and they're going to get that done every time I'm on the phone, which is a lot. Yes. Um, it's easier, you know, in my own life to be myself as a man. Mm-hmm. So every one of those things is connected to what I have to do now. And I have to do a lot of things for mom. You do have to do a lot of things yeah. for mom. And yeah. it would be incredibly stressful. It is incredibly stressful. But to put that stress on top of the additional stress of dysphoria and that continual background uh, stress response and there would be more of it because oh my gosh because i'd have to deal with being her daughter every minute i just only have to be deal with what she needs as her son yes i don't have to deal with that anymore mm-hmm. so that is super great yes i think that makes a lot of sense that it's when you don't have to deal with yourself quite so much. It makes dealing with everybody and everything else. I have to take her to welfare and get Medicaid in place. Yeah. I'm her son and I'm bringing her there and they need to do what I need them to do. Yes. So they're, you know, there's that number one mm-hmm. of the just taking care of business for mom. Yes. Because her son brought her there. Mm-hmm. And then there's, I just have to be myself. Yes. I don't have to. You don't have to pretend it. to be a girl. Ugh, just. It was just too much. It was. That's For why. too long. Yes. Yeah. Too many decades of. Mm-hmm. No. It was wrong. I'm glad we got that fixed. Yes. Me too. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so some of those things you've been doing for mom, you did say you had to go to welfare and get some of those social services in place for her. What are some of those services that you had to? We we needed to get, first of all, the, the medical in place because she has medical through uh, Medicare. Medicare, which is what retired folks in the U.S. have. And then she had, um, she's paying for her insurance out of that. Uh, social Out of security. Her social security, which yeah, is so. the government pension for elderly persons. Yes. So she was paying a fee to the insurance out of her social security, and she was paying co-pays on uh, doctor's visits and meds. Yes. Which, which basically means we were paying co-pays out of, well, for doctor's visits and meds. And when she was operating a business and, you know, co-owning a business with her husband, they were able to manage those things. Yes, but on on her own pension, she is not. No. And so having this medical benefit, mm-hmm. um, it will cover those co-pays and that insurance. And it starts, you know, it's we're at the end of the month, and it starts at the beginning of the next month after you got it. So it doesn't matter what time of this month we started. It could have been the second when we got here. It could have been now. It still wouldn't have started till next month. But it's the end of the month. Yeah, so it'll start, you know, in about a week. Yay. And then when so when the Social Security finds out that the state Medicaid is going to pay for the uh, insurance fee. Then they'll, they'll stop deducting. They will stop deducting and they'll retroactive it to the date that we requested it and it began here. So nice. on the first of the month, it will go back to to all that. And in addition, then you've got things like a home health nurse and a physical therapist and all these other people who are coming because of these medical services. Yes. Her doctor, 
who was spectacular. Did we mention that last week? Because mom's doctor's spectacular. Yay. I have to tell you what the doctor said. What? My mom likes a doctor. Good. So she says, I'm so glad you're a woman. <laughs> My mom abbreviates everything. Now, you know, I come by it honestly. Mm-hmm. And the doctor said, yes, isn't it great to be a woman? And I was standing there thinking, nope, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh, I guess for you guys it might be. <laughs> but I would not find it great. Right. Thank you. Did you actually answer out loud? No. No. That no. Probably wouldn't. Because have. my mother would have said, I can't hear you. What did you say? No. Because she can't hear yes, everything. She, she can hear if you're loud. She can hear you. She can hear me because I have teacher voice. Yes. And because I have performer voice. Mm-hmm. And because half the time I'm talking to her, I use man voice anyway, just because it's what I do when I need to be heard and understood. Right. You went to the doctor, and the doctor referred for other services. Yes, and so then all the services started calling. Oh. Yes, and at the same time, we were on the phone with the energy company for electric, Mm -hmm. who wouldn't talk to me because I'm not her. You're not your mom. No, and my mom was right there, and they insisted on talking to her, and she was not pleased with them. Good. So... They had to deal with her. It serves them right. Mm-hmm. They they could have said, do you give us permission to talk to your son? Like the other ones did who didn't want to talk to her, really, but had to. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's on the phone with the energy company, mm-hmm. giving them the information. And this is why it's doubly annoying to her. They would say, what is your phone number? And she'd say, I don't know. <laughs> and I can't read it because I'm blind. Mm-hmm. And then she'd have to ask me and I'd have to tell them. Tell her to tell them. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So so she's on hold with them, and the cardiologist office calls. Oh. Yeah. So I, I say, you know, to the cardiologist, she is here. However, you know, she's on the phone with energy, and I don't want to lose either one of you. So, uh, And she could appreciate that. So she said, I'll ask you the questions if you know. I said, go ahead. I, I probably do know. I know a lot of things that I didn't know before. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah. And so uh, she asked me a bunch of questions. She said, okay, now why is the cardiologist seeing your mother? And I said, well, let's ask her. So uh, I go over there. I have the phone, you know, still in my ear. So the, this this office person is listening. I say, mom, why are you seeing the cardiologist? And she says, for my heart. <laughs> like, duh. I'm like. Yes, mom, the cardiologist is for your heart. But why does a cardiologist want to see your heart? I don't know. There's nothing wrong. They looked at it and it was fine. Oh, for goodness sake. So the lady on the other end of the phone is, I think, trying not to laugh. And I said, well, (laughs) let me tell you, when she had surgery, you know, in the last year or so, they thought, you know, they sent her for an EKG beforehand to check her heart because they do that if you're a certain age. And it appeared to them that she had had a heart attack and didn't know it. So I told that to the lady, and the lady's like, okay, that's good, and here's where you come to, and you're very patient, she said to me. I said, thank you, because I need it. She said, yes, you do. Yes. So, uh, yeah. 
Nice. Yeah. And the nurse, the home health nurse came. Yes. And, and talked to him. Fortunately, she was loud enough. Oh, good. Yes. I, I told her I appreciated that. I didn't have to hear my mom yelling at the person that she couldn't hear them. <laughs> um, and I imagine it is frustrating. It sounds like we're all mumbling. Yes. You know, but, um, she, uh, she asked my mom, how's your hearing? <laughs> do you, do you need hearing aids? And my mom said, my hearing's fine. No, I don't need those. And I told her, my sister and I differ in our opinion on that. Yes. <laughs> we differ with my mother. Yes. And my mother said, yes, but I don't want them. Meaning the hearing aids. Yes. Because this is abbreviated talk. And, yes. uh, Mom uses abbreviated talk a lot. And she, then she did think for a second. And she said, well, I could turn them off when I didn't want to listen to you. <laughs> so she found an advantage. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Yay. Well, that's good that you got some things taken care of. And we got a lot, lot, got a lot, a lot of things taken care of. We some got amusement mom, in the meanwhile. We got mom insulin and... All this stuff that we forgot. Uh-huh. That was smart. I only brought the open ones. I didn't bring the new prescriptions. We left them in the fridge. Of course. We got her new doctors, and she saw the main doctor. Mm -hmm. We got her home health nurse, and she saw them. Did you get her the uh, glucose meter that talks? We did, and guess what? They finally gave us the strips for it. Oh. The insurance approved it. Yeah. I mean, you have to do the pharmacy game. You call the pharmacy, and you say, I'd like to order the strips for the glucose machine. Uh, and they say, we don't have that in our computer. And you say, well, um, they did have them in the computer, and they're the ones we haven't used before. They're the new ones, and you give the name of the machine. It's a Prodigy machine is the one that talks. Uh huh. And then they say, oh, here it is. And then they order your stuff. So they do this every time. <laughs> nice. They don't have it. Oh, wait, here it is. Yep. Or you, and then I go to the pharmacy to get stuff, and the pharmacist, and I, I guess it's just even more interesting to me because they're using abbreviated English because they're foreign and have a, a pretty heavy accent, so I'm trying to make sure I understand what's going on. But they'll stand back there, and they have two bags, and they're like, uh, has your mother had this before? Okay, I don't know what this is, folks. You got at least two of them there. Yep. You're going to have to tell me what this is. This. 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 Mm-hmm. This, the the one right here. This thing. I, they're looking at it. They know what it is. I don't. And uh, you spend a lot this of time. This one on the left. A lot of time at the pharmacy. <laughs> waiting in line and then waiting for them to give it to you. They look at it. No, it's not in the computer right. And they have to take it back there again. And this kind of, I'm, I really want mail order. Yes. Mail order stuff. Although you do mom. have to fix the, the mail order from Canada. Have you gotten to that yet? No, because she found more. Oh, good. Yeah. Which is great because when she first said, when we lost the glucose machine, the first glucose machine, the day after I got there, she said, oh, and my thyroid pills were in there. And I said, do you have more? She says, they're from Canada. And I'm like, great. That's not going to happen fast. Well, that's also not an answer, which is kind of her M.O. <laughs> do you have more? They're from Canada. Do, 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 you, do you want lunch in an hour or in an hour and a half? 
I'll eat a cliff bar. <laughs> like, oh my true. gosh. Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't give you the answer that you asked. <laughs> so I assume she's saying to me, they're from Canada. We don't have any more and they're all the way from Canada. And the whole bottle's gone. No, apparently not. And you know, I didn't expect her to know all that stuff right then. You know, having just lost her husband and when I got to Chicago. Right. But it's also obvious to, to me, not just from the road trip, but from daily talking to mom, where I got my communication skills from. <laughs> I call them those. <laughs> Your communication uh, patterns. Attempts. Attempts. We'll call Making, it that. That's good. Communication attempts. <laughs> and, you know, I just come by them honestly because. You totally do. Yeah. Mm, yep. There you have it. Yep. Whatever the end was. Mm-hmm. That was my attempt. And we also got her um, subsidized housing. Yes. Which, <clears throat> which was, is still a big part of her income. Yes, but it was still mm. a huge blessing to be able to find a place that's a, an elderly-oriented community that's it's, not... It's exactly what I was hoping for when we were leaving. It was what I was picturing. Yes. And it's perfect. It's close to us. I knew we could find one, but I know that most of them are, like, stupid expensive. And there can be a waiting list for the cheaper ones. Yes. And there's only one senior housing because we do live in a small place. There's only one that's subsidized senior housing in our area. Mm Mm-hmm. So One apartment complex. Yes. And so she is still paying a good chunk of her, you know, Social Security towards her rent. She's perfectly happy with that. Yes. It's it's not twice her Social Security income for rent or three times her Social Security income for rent. It's... Right. 80%. 80%. The pension can manage it. Mm-hmm. The, the lady that was doing our hour and 15 minutes worth of paperwork today to sign for the apartment, <laughs> it was worse than signing for two houses, two houses and a car. Um, could appreciate that my mom wanted her own place. Uh-huh. She could completely understand that. Makes sense to me. Yeah. So... So you you went there. How many times did you have to go there and take paperwork and take different paperwork? and A, a lot of times. Yeah. I put like 94 miles on the car in short trips in a day and a morning. Like all of yesterday and then this morning, it was 94.6 miles. To work to your mom's house, back home, to the community where she's going to be living, back home, to your mom's house, back to work, back to... this, to, whatever we to, have to go to cancel. The pharmacy. To the, yes. Yes. It, really it, short trips, like five miles or less. Yes. Round trip off some of them. Right? Yes. Less than five miles and 94 miles. Uh-huh. So that was tedious. So, yes, you've been doing a lot of that, and it's really starting to take its toll on your stress level. You breaking your day up into tiny little chunks it's no good yeah yeah i'm really happy when i can go to work and stay there all day and not have to run off and do something which doesn't mean i don't have to do something that day it just means i can do it before work or after work Mm-hmm. yeah have you actually been able to do a full day of work I think so, but I can't really, you know, vouch for the truth of that answer. <laughs> <clears throat> it felt like a full day of work. <laughs> and 
And certainly it had before and after things because right. I definitely have been seeing mom every morning mm-hmm. and every night, which I didn't tonight, actually. No. Somebody else had to do the Lantis. Oh. The, the last one. Nobody called and said, hey. And she would have told somebody, call George. Yeah, she would have. If she wanted me to do it, she just had somebody else do it, probably figuring that I was worn out, which is true. Yes, that's good. Because I've been trying to do that yeah. to keep the to keep, help keep the blood sugar more even by having one person helping with the insulin. Right. And uh, the last two nights, I I didn't. Mm-mm. No. So. But she seems to be doing okay. Mm-hmm. And we got all of her stuff moved out of our friend's house and out of our house and into her new place today. I have my man cave almost back. Almost back. Yes. There's stuff all over the place right now because I'm trying to put the blankety-blank wardrobe together. You brought back furniture from your mom's that she said she wasn't going to use. And you said, oh, but we have a use for this, so let's go ahead and bring it back anyway. The well, the, And the wardrobe was... When you take it apart, it's a bunch of flat boards. Yes. But they're heavy press boards, and Mm -hmm. you have to put them together in a sequence because it's kind of like Ikea, you know, or some other Swedish-type furniture that, you know, has... Flat pack assemble at home furniture, yes. And um, it has to be put back together, and I had to try to make room to put it back together in the man cave, which is very full of Which you did after... And you needed to decompress because we had spent, you spent your morning taking your mother to the apartment complex to finish signing paperwork, which you said took way too long and was just way too much. And then you brought her back to the place she's staying so that she could pack her suitcase to stay there tonight because the new place doesn't have a phone yet. And then you... Yeah, so she can't stay there until there's a phone. Right. Then you came and got me and met our friend who helped us move her stuff. Yeah. And then we moved all of her stuff in. And while we were doing that, we knew that we were waiting on a package. Yes, I wanted the package. You did want the package. And I want you to have the package because the package will make you happy. It's it's something you've been waiting for for a while. Yes. You ordered a Peacock Gen 2... And some harnesses for it. Yes. You you ordered the peacock and, you know, they ship it from, what, Singapore? And we were tracking it on Singapore Post and then we were tracking it on U.S. Postal. And they said it should be delivered today. They showed, you know, the scan out from the post office and the scan into the delivery truck. And we said, oh, this is awesome. And that's why I had stayed home. We, in the morning. we were trying to catch the package. We were trying to catch the package with the, the package. You have to be there. Because the package is in the package and we need to get the package. <laughs> That's right. We do. And you want your package. I do. And so we get everything loaded into our friend's trailer and your car. And then we drive over to our friend's house around the block where your mom is staying and get the rest of the stuff, get the rest of the stuff out of her garage, get the dresser and radiator heater and a couple other things that your mom had moved into her room. Clothes, clothes, lots of freaking clothes. Not a lot, lot. No, no, not a lot. It seems like a lot to her. And then she likes to tell me those are heavy. And then I pick two of them up at once and she goes, Oh, 
<laughs> because I have more muscle than I did. Yes, and, and and because she hasn't really used her muscles. She spends most of her days sitting with her feet up. Yes, that's why we're going to have the physical therapist yes. get after her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So but we... we we, we didn't think we were getting the package because we came back. The mail usually doesn't come until about 3 o'clock. 2 or 3. And, mm-hmm. yeah. And we got back at like 1 something, one thirty. We got back at one thirty. we got here. We got everything out of our place, got everything out of your friend's place, and then got everything into her new apartment. And I was sneezing my head off because the dust has something in it that I think I'm allergic to. It was a lot of dust. Yes. And and that was her husband's fault because he... He never cleaned. He he didn't dust. No. He kept it all. <laughs> Every, he kept everything to put it on and the dust. Yes. But anyhow. Oh, for goodness sake. Yeah. So we get back to the house at like one thirty, and I check the porch just in case. There's no package. I check the mailbox. And there's the little delivery slip saying, we can't deliver this until we can hand it to you. And I said, oh, the mail came early. And you were so disappointed. You were just like. Ugh, I was. You you just completely. I thought, I'm doing all this stuff and doing all this stuff, but I'll get my package later. And I was crushed. I was like. You were so disappointed. Ugh. I was like, oh, my gosh, am I going to have to deal with him like this all night? All these effing responsibilities. Can I just have my package? <laughs> And apparently you couldn't, but... No, and I told you, I said, no, I'm just going to be disappointed until I can get over it. So I'm going to just be disappointed and get it done. Yes. And so, you know, usually the way that we work ourselves out of that is by going and being productive and finding a sense of pleasure in a job well done or in accomplishment. And it works. Usually. And you took that flat pack South Shore or Ikea or whatever it is wardrobe up all the pieces and try to to unbury it from the crap in the garage that got stacked there when mom's stuff was in there and then i had to move everything around to make room and all i did was tetris the garage a few times yeah basically and you started to put it together and then you asked me to help you figure out how the top was supposed to go on and i said it usually goes on with everything on its side right and i was you know usually i do it myself the hard way and i thought let me just ask my wife what do you think? And I said, lay it down on its back or on its front while you put the top on. I didn't want to. There wasn't enough room. There wasn't. And so you tried to Tetris the garage enough that there would be enough room. And again, there wasn't. Again. Tetris again, the God. Again, again. Fair enough. And it wasn't going to happen. And so we took the blankets that we had planned on laying it out on to the driveway. Yes, but then children came out there. <laughs> And you took the doors out there to try and figure out, are you supposed to put the doors in on the bottom and then nail the back to the top? And then we realized... It was a good idea to decide how it went together before I tried it. Yes. You know, this is your fault for putting that bit strips of the thing that we thought we followed the instructions on. The little bit strips people standing there with saying... (laughs) We thought we put it together right, and it looks all wrong. It does look all wrong. Yeah. That and that's the thing. We looked at these doors that we were thinking were going to have to go on the bottom, and oh, look, they have this little pull tab to take the little groove out of where it's supposed to be a slider door. Oh. One of those is laying around the garage somewhere. 
I remember having found it and pulling it out of the trailer and setting it on top of one of the pieces of the wardrobe, thinking, when we put this wardrobe together, it'll be right here on the top. <laughs> that was good. Oh, well. Yeah. It's somewhere in the garage. It is somewhere in the garage. The good thing is we could still put it on whenever it shows up. Yes, that works. Once the wardrobe gets put together, uh-huh. which it is not. It is not. Because I was done. By the time children got out there and we realized that we had moved the doors out there for no purpose, and you said, I don't want to play anymore. No, I was not feeling productive or happy about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, what the hell am I going to do with you? <laughs> and my poor wife is like, had fallen asleep, which you never do. No. In the middle of the day. You're cold. The children are running amok. And I'm like, no, this is just not, we're not going to do that. No, no, we just needed to be done. And so you come in and I figure you're just going to go somewhere and deal with yourself for a little bit. And I'm going to get some kids some dinner. And so I reheated them the pizza from last night. Which we knew that this was going to be a long weekend. So we got a pizza from Costco last night. Mm -hmm. And with the intent of they eat half of it last night and half of it tonight. Yes, because they could have pizza every day. As, as far as they're concerned, that's fine. They they would have no complaint. And they haven't had pizza in a long time. And so as I'm reheating this pizza for them and, you know, cooking. I came it, in here to, to call grandma because we were supposed to make a schedule for tomorrow. Yes, because tomorrow your mom gets to go see her new apartment. And so the doorbell rings, and I'm sitting here, and I'm thinking, it cannot be the postal carrier because it's 5.20. Yeah, they're supposed to be back at the post office at like 5 o'clock is what yeah. – here's what happened, though. Let me back up. We had gone to the post office after I had tried to get online and check the status and see if there was a way to reroute it or have it re-delivered. The delivery slip said that we could go back on Monday. Today is Saturday. Right. I did not want to make you wait through Sunday. I, I took the little strip of paper and drove around a little bit looking for the mail truck. You did. Because <laughs> I was going up to, to grandma's and having my mom sign another paper for the place because they needed another paper signed. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, this mail carrier does our entire neighborhood. So if you drive through the whole neighborhood, you might catch her. I didn't see her. So when you got back and I said, did you see her? And you said no. And I got the slip of paper and I went online to see what I could do. And then I got on the phone to see what I could do. And I played with the automated voice-operated phone system at U.S. Postal. That thing is totally useless. Oh, my gosh. That, that, that phone automated, what did you just call it? Automated, voice-operated. Voice-operated, yes. Oper, yeah, I don't know. It does... All it does is send you in a circle. It does, and that's exactly and that's what it was the doing. the way the postal service would do it. And I hung up, and I called back, and all I ever said the next time I called back was agent. Agent, I heard you. <laughs> agent. And it would say, okay, I can direct you to an agent. What do you need to talk to them about? Agent. So then I said, hey, babe, what time did they close? And I was sitting there on hold. I had finally gotten the hold music. <laughs> Which meant that I was actually on my way to a real person. You were going to be there a while because we drove over there and there was one person there. There was. And so I, I was waiting on hold and you said, what time do they close? And I looked and it was an hour from when I was on the phone. Half an hour. Half an hour. Yeah. And so 
we said, all right, we're going to drive over there and see if, you know, our carrier has finished her route and everything has gotten back. And they say pick it up on Monday. But if it's already made it back to the post office, then maybe we can get it. Denied. No such luck. We get up there and the girl says, oh, let me see your slip. And I said, is there any chance that this has made its way back to the office yet? And she says, no, she usually doesn't get back until 5 or 5.30. So apparently, you know, the the desk clerk knows our carrier and knows the operations. Our of- carrier knows grandma and auntie. Our carrier knows the whole neighborhood and she's an she's awesome person. Us. She's she- learning Yes. And so we said, all right, well. She if likes it. The- Dog C, he's still Dog C, mm-hmm. talks. She likes that. That's great. Yeah. So we're thinking, okay, we're just going to have to wait till Monday, and we're just going to have to be disappointed about it, and we're just going to have to get over ourselves. And mostly you're just going to have to get over it because you were just completely crushed by this point. You know, any late. little shred of hope that you had had of having <laughs> something nice, of being able to expect something positive was just completely gone. And I felt so bad for you, but there was nothing I could do. No, and, and it, yeah, there was a lot of responsibilities, and that was all you got. Yeah, so we we get home and we're taking care of kids and we're trying to assemble the wardrobe and the doorbell rings after you had put away the wardrobe enough that you could close the garage door. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even see her coming. Uh-uh. And I thought, there's no way. And you said, maybe it is. And I'm like, there's no way. And, and you I open the door and you say... It is. And I went running through the house. You did. And I and I said, oh, my gosh, it is the mail carrier. I had to run up there and see her. And she, and she says to me, I need the slip. And so I had to run back to my car like, and get the mail. What are you slip. people doing in there? You should be bringing me the slip of paper. Why are they all running to the door? I'm excited. She had no clue that you had a dick in the mail. <laughs> she didn't. And she had no idea. How much I just wanted that little brown paper package. I is a symbol don't blame of you. joy of the day and the week and possibly the month. Something went right. Something just for me and you. And not for anybody else that we're responsible for. Yes, and it's mostly for you because yes. well, we haven't talked about sex and we intend to one of these days. But you know, as far as the prosthetics go, they're really mm. Yeah. Yeah. As far as sex, but no, it is mostly, you know, it's something that is for you that you deserve because you're, you know, working your butt off for your mom, working your butt off for these kids, you know, and still maintaining job and marriage and and only having a fit when the damn thing doesn't stay at my house when it gets here. <laughs> you deserve something nice for goodness sake. And it got here and I'm so happy. I couldn't believe she was there. I, that's why I just went running. But I was so happy. Yeah. And uh, she just was looking at us like, where is the slip? And I'm like, she went to get it. We put it in the car <laughs> and we drove and looked for you when we went up to grandma's. And, and she said, oh, who's grandma? And I told her and I told her who auntie was. And she knows you who they are. You had a nice conversation we while I was going and dog, getting the slip. The dog talking. And, you know, I was just very happy. Oh, yes, you were. You were very communicative, and I was surprised. Yeah. I knew that you must be happy because yes. you were actually talking to strangers. Yes, I was talking. <laughs> I've met her before. Oh, she isn't a stranger. Fair enough. Mostly she is another person, and I was talking to her. Yes, yeah. and I was so happy, and, and it was funny because the carrier says, 
Now, you know this isn't a regular occurrence. We don't usually stop back by or try to re-deliver again on the same day. That was so great she did. I know. It was like a, a, a Christmas miracle. I'm trying to figure out what the heck happened, and I can't figure out if, like, the... It's just in the cosmos. The desk know. manager, the clerk at the post office... I don't even care. ...texted her, Magic or, works good for me. Or it was magic. <laughs> she had one last package, and she didn't want to have to check anything back in hey, at the end man. of a run, or... We were so happy about it. I'm I'll sure take she'll it. do it again. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to leave a tip in the mailbox for her. I wonder what she likes. We'll ask Grandma. Hey, okay. what is a mail carrier like? Cause Grandma would know. She's great. She would know because she's known her for 15, 17 years. Yeah. Yeah. So that was so we'll have to leave a happy it. ending to the day. Happy ending. Ha ha. Because <laughs> you got your package. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> okay. I think yeah. that's it. That's it? Yeah. Okay. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! And Again, then Tetris, Tetris the garage. And then Say we that were, twelve times. <laughs> no. Three. No. Okay. Rubber baby buggy boopers. <laughs> Tetris the garage. No. Again. No. <laughs>